One of the most frequently asked personal finance questions is, how much do I need to retire? Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. In this episode, we'll discuss the simple rules of thumb that are used to estimate if you have saved enough to retire. These shortcuts are popular with individuals, but they come with some cautions that you should really understand. Let's begin. One of the most frequently asked personal finance questions is, how much do I need to retire? And people usually want a quick answer, and they don't want to take a lot of time to fully understand or explain their personal situation. Remember, I believe to fully and properly plan for your non-working or fulfilling years, you should develop a detailed plan with a qualified financial professional that properly addresses all your specific needs and desires. But for some people, they want a quick answer And I think there are a number of rules of thumb that are used in the financial media that have value. Remember, a rule of thumb is an approximate method for doing something. It's based on practical experience rather than theory. It's not a detailed calculation based on an in-depth look at your personal situation. It's quick and imprecise. Rules of thumb, in fact, date back to the 17th century and have been associated with various trade groups, where quantities were measured by comparison to the width or length of a thumb. Retirement savings rules of thumb, on the other hand, can be useful in that they can help you become more aware of how your retirement savings compare and how comfortable you should be with the direction in which you're headed. So here are what I believe are the four most popular rules of thumb that you see in the financial media today. Rule of thumb number one, saving a multiple of your salary. This rule of thumb states that for a certain age, you should have saved a certain multiple of your salary. And this method, if you will, comes from Fidelity Investments and I'll include uh, access or research information in the show notes. They have a great article on this subject and I've included it. The article spells out this rule of thumb very clearly. And here are some of the key takeaways from that article. First off, in terms of Fidelity's rule of thumb, it says that you should aim to save at least one times your salary by age 30, three times your current salary by age 40, six times your current salary by age 50, eight times your current salary by age 60, and 10 times your current salary by age 67. Factors that will impact your personal savings goal include the age you plan to retire, and the lifestyle you hope to have in retirement. One of the key things here is you look at these multiples and a lot of these rules of thumb. If you're behind, you don't have the savings there to that level, hopefully you'll have time to catch up. There are provisions that allow you to catch up in making contributions. And of course, you can always increase your personal savings. But uh, again, these are rules of thumb. With respect to Fidelity's calculations, if you want to fully understand them, including the assumptions they've used behind their analysis, the article provides that. And again, it's referenced in the show notes. Rule number two, the 4% rule. The 4% rule is a rule of thumb that is used to determine 
how much a retiree should withdraw from a retirement from their retirement accounts each year. The 4% withdrawal is compared to the retiree's expected living expenses and other sources of income and is then used to determine if there's been enough accumulated to create an amount that covers all living expenses. This rule seeks to provide a steady income stream to the retiree to cover all their living expenses while maintaining an account balance that keeps the income flowing throughout their retirement. Now, here's some key takeaways or observations about the 4% rule. Again, it's a rule used to determine how much the retiree should withdraw from all their retirement accounts each year. The rule was initially created using historical data, and this is really important, on stock and bond returns over a 50-year period from 1926 to 1976. And if you look back, interest rates were much higher back then. The 4% rule seeks to provide, again, a steady income stream to the retiree while keeping a balance in place that continues to generate income. It's used, this rule is used by financial planners and retirees to set withdrawal rates today. A lot of folks still use it. When you look at the 4% rule, one caution I have for you is that life expectancy plays an important role in determining if this rate is it's too high or too low. If you can expect a lengthy retirement, you've hit the genetic jackpot based on your above average health, you may need to use a much lower weight of withdrawal. So overall, in today's financial media, there's a significant debate with respect to whether or not the 4% used is too high of a rate and whether a rate closer to 2% should be used based on today's level of interest rates. That's the key. So there's, there's debate there, but that's the 4% rule. Rule number three, and this is one I publish a lot in my blog and in my books, saving 10% to 15% of your pre-tax income during your working years. Now, in my view, this is the most common rule of thumb you see out there. The assumption is if you save that 10 to 15% of your pre-tax income, you invest it appropriately at satisfactory return, that will generate sufficient assets for you to retire. That'll pay all your expenses uh, in retirement. And uh, again, 10 to 15%, and I've said this in other podcasts, and I want to reiterate it, it may not be enough. Because in certain years, you might have an illness, you might be unemployed, some sort of life event happens that disallows you, if you will, or prohibits you from earning income. So you may need to put more away. And again, whether this percentage will allow you to accumulate the assets you need to retire will depend on the number of years you have to retire until you retire, the returns you uh, will earn on your savings, your level of income, your projected living expenses, and whether you have a negative life event, such as an illness or a disability. Now, rule four is one that I, the FIRE people, the financial freedom people use, retire early folks, and it's called the 25 times rule. And what this rule simply states is you should have 25 times your annual living expenses saved at the time you retire. 25 times your annual living expenses, just that's all you need. And this method assumes no social security or other retirement income. And it's said to estimate the amount you should have to safely withdraw money to pay your living expenses. So let me summarize today's episode. The four rules of thumb that we've described today are just that, quick estimations measuring a situation. 
when it comes to your own personal financial situation, they can yield some benefit to you by demonstrating the direction in which your retirement savings are headed. In my view, they do not take into consideration your individual situation, your wants and your needs. As I've written, it's best to have a financial plan in place that addresses your personal requirements. Because when you look at it, when it comes to retirement savings, you don't get a second chance to get the number right. Well, thanks for being with us today and we look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financial Verse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.